the word that's still going forth, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you that you're in the midst, God, in this storm. We thank you for peace in the midst of this storm. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us into all truth on tonight. We thank you for being our helper and our teacher. Holy Spirit, I thank you for illuminating this word. Let there be light coming from this word. I thank you that as I open my mouth, the word will come out like fire and devour everything going on around us. And Father, I thank you that it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me because I have been crucified with Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. We are going to go back over our teaching from the last time we met. Um, we went over the first six things that a congregation is supposed to do. And I give God glory because it's helping us out in this time of crisis to let us know what the congregation needs to be doing, not only in crisis, but while we're coming together in fellowship. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 10.25 again, not forsaking or neglecting or to assemble together as believers as is the habit of some people, but abolishing, warning, urging, and encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. So what we need to be doing as a congregation, we need to be coming together, and as we know, we cannot come together in the same um, church, but we are the church, but we can encourage one another as we're talking to one another via phone or live on um, the internet or, you know, on the phone or whatever. So tonight we're going to continue talking about the congregation. I went over this last time, but I'm going to go over it briefly again. We went over the first six things, and I'm just going to go over those. One was, what do the congregation do when coming together? The first thing we do is thanksgiving, praise, and worship. So when we fellowship and we come together... We began to thank God for the things that he has done. And we do it through music. We do it through song. And that's where Judah, Miracle Temple, come in place. And they began to sing unto the Lord. We began to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I gave you Psalms 100 verse 4. And in times like this, even though the congregation cannot meet or come together like they Um, need to we can still do thanksgiving at home we can still do praise and worship at home before the lord and the next thing is teaching as the lord um, permits and i know he will permit we will continue to teach live we will continue to bring the word of god forth during a time like this and that's in galatians 6 6 it's talking about anyone who's learning the teaching of god should um, share all good things he has with his teacher. So Miracle Temple is learning. They're still being taught during this crisis. So we want to make sure everybody is getting the word of God. And if Miracle Temple is getting the word of God, I'm pretty sure we'll share it. Amen. We'll share it with those that are not getting the word of God. Because I know some people go out um, to work. Some people are still allowed to work. So we can encourage people on work to uh, at work to encourage them in the things of the lord and then communion you can still take communion at home you know that's when jesus took communion with his disciples before he went to be crucified he had communion with his disciples and we can all continue to do that as well that's matthew 26 26 through 29 and then we talked about not only coming together for communion but receiving new members 
That's in Acts 2.47 when the Lord added to the church. So we know that the Lord add to the church. Once a person is saved, they get added to the body of Christ. Um, we want to continue to handle disagreements. Matthew 18.15-17. through 17, When there's a disagreement, and even though we don't meet together, how many know there still can be some disagreements? And we want to handle it according to Matthew 18.15-17. through 17. And I'm a, um, on this disagreement... There could be disagreement in the home if we can't come out the home. Amen. So we want to make sure that what God has given us um, before this um, come up, that we continue to do it within the home. Because when you're not used to people being in the house with you, sometimes discord come up. Sometimes things come up that should not come up. So we want to make sure we're still doing what the word of God tell us to do. We want to go to our brother. We want to go to our sister. If they don't receive us, what do we do? We bring in another brother or sister to go with us to the one that we have that disagreement with. If they don't receive us when we bring somebody with us, we bring it to the church. And at this time, we know that, um, you know, we do not meet as a church, but we still have things set up so we can handle these disagreements among um, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Also, coming together for the need of the church. I thank God that through these teachings on Tuesday nights, God is showing us what needs to be done in such a time as this. And we have a lot of people within this congregation. We have a lot of people in other congregations that may have needs. And we as the body of Christ, whether this congregation or any other congregation, this is the time that we should come together in unity and begin to be helpers of one another. And I like how in Acts 4, 32 through 35, what was going on, it said the group of believers were united in their hearts and spirit. So at this time, in this crisis, we need to be united in our heart and spirit. And that means one heart and mind and soul. That means we need to come together. We don't need to look at somebody, um, our needs more than we're looking at someone else's. It said all those in the group acted as though their private property belonged to everyone in the group. And I think that's deep right there because during a time of crisis, some people say, this is mine, this belongs to me, you go get your own. These are brothers and sisters in Christ that be talking foolishness. <laughs> during these times but it's time for us to come together in the body of Christ and meet the needs of one another of our brothers and sisters and then it went on to say in fact they shared everything can you imagine people sharing everything now in these crises I don't know about you that's when we have to go into prayer and we have to seek the Lord while he can be found because the toilet tissue getting back to the toilet tissue I talked about that Sunday some people don't want to share toilet tissue. They buy all the toilet tissue in the store knowing that it's other people that need toilet tissue. And they think they're the only ones that need toilet tissue. That is not sharing. You know, the Bible tells me that these people sold their land, the things that they own. They laid it at the apostles' feet and they told the apostles, you know, they gave them right to distribute, you know, these um, things, the money. I'm looking at now while I'm saying that it's toilet tissue all over the altar and seeing who really need toilet tissue because some people might have a house full of toilet tissue 
and they can share it with other people. So this is a time, y'all, that we need to share what we have. Hand sanitizer, things that we know we have a lot of. You may have two people in a family. You may have 20 or 30 bottles of hand sanitizer. Come on, y'all. We need to be um, sharers of one another. And this is what they did. When they accepted Jesus, they didn't look at everything as being their own. They shared it as a group. So we should share one with another. So then we go on to um, protect the gospel. We want to protect the gospel. What did that mean by protecting the gospel? In Galatians 1, verse 6 through 7, this is what Paul was saying. And the Amplified Bible said, I am amazed that you are so quickly turning away from, deserting, forsaking God, the one who called you by his grace, given through Christ, the grace of Christ. And I believe in something different than the good news, a different gospel. Really, there is no other gospel. There's no other good news, which is not another. But some people are confessing, troubling, disturbing you. They want to change, distort the good news, the gospel of Christ. So during the time of crisis now, we as a congregation, from what we have learned, we want to protect this gospel. Protecting the gospel means that if someone come to you with another gospel, and it's not the same gospel that you were taught, then you want to bring correction to them. You don't want to join in with them with false doctrine, false teaching. So this is why we come together in Clem so we will know what the good news is. So we will know what foundation has already been laid and no other foundation need to be laid except the foundation which Jesus laid, which he is the foundation with those apostles. So we want to make sure that we're protecting our gospel in times like this. And to protect it, we need to be in the word of God. And we need to know what the word of God is saying unto us. The next thing that we need to be doing, even in times like this and even before the crisis, is submitting to your pastor. Submit in Hebrews thirteen seventeen. it means obey or have confidence in your leaders and act under or submit to their authority. And I believe at times like this, people do not want to submit to no one but themselves. But the Bible tells us we're supposed to really submit to those who have rule over us. And if you, are, if you are up under a pastor, you should respect that pastor. And whatever that pastor says, you should know that that pastor is giving you the word. And they're giving you what God wants you to have. So it says, obey your leaders and act under their authority. And because they are watching over you. Because they are responsible for your souls obey them so that they will do their work with joy not sadness so when we're not obeying our pastor we're not obeying our leaders we make them not do their work with joy so we want to come together in a time like this and we want to be submissive to leadership and that that we don't understand we need to get understanding so the next thing the biggest thing is loving one another we have learned that we have to love one another. That means that if somebody hates you, you still supposed to show that love. How do you show that love? Because that love is already in you from God. Um, John 13, 35, this is what Jesus was saying. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If you love one another, if you keep on showing love amongst yourself. So when we're loving one another and we're showing love amongst ourselves, people are going to know that we're followers of Jesus Christ. So during a time like this, 
when we're showing the love of God one to another, people are going to know that we are born again, that we are from the kingdom of God and not the kingdom of darkness. And the last thing is evangelizing the lost. This is what we should be doing in this time of crisis, not only as a congregation, but everybody out there that know Jesus as their Lord and as their Savior, you do not need any license to go out and minister the good news and the gospel. In times like this, when you can go out to the grocery store and you see that people are having hard a hard time with what's going on with their finances, what's going on, you know, with their health, what's going on around them, we should be doing like Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says, this is what Jesus told his disciples. Then Jesus came to them and said, all power, authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So Jesus was given that authority of heaven and earth. He says, so go and make followers, disciples of all people in the world, the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything I have taught, commanded you, and I will be with you always, even unto the end of this age, the world time. So during a time like this, in this time of crisis, we supposed to go out, we supposed to evangelize the lost. Y'all, 911, what's your emergency? Lost souls. So we're in a time now that people need Jesus more than anything else they need. They need Jesus more than they need toilet tissue. <laughs> They need Jesus more than they need sanitizer because at the end of the day, when it's time for us to go home, we're going to need Jesus to get to the father. He's the only way to the father. So these are some of the things that we have been learning in Clem, and I'm going to go back through them just one more time because I believe it's related to what's going on. We want to, first of all, get into Thanksgiving praise and worship. We want to have, making sure that we're in, you know, being taught. We want to make sure that we're having communion. You know, when you're having communion, you're reminding yourself of what Jesus already done. You're um, receiving new members. Now, that's one thing that we do in the body of Christ. God adds to the church, but when we come together, we recognize those new members. Handling disagreements, we want to make sure we handle that. Because let me tell you something. In a time of crisis like this, you don't want evil to come into your home when we hold an art against our brothers and sisters. And we want to come together for the need of the church, come together for the need of God's people, come together for those that are in need that don't, are not as fortunate as we are. We want to protect the gospel. We want to submit to the pastors. We want to love one another, and we want to evangelize the lost. I want to say this, too. We want to make sure, husbands and wives, that we're submitting to one another as well. If we're submitting to God, we don't have no problem submitting to those that are in authority. So in Clem, we have been learning these things, what a congregation need to be doing. And I want to say to those that are out there, like I said, Sunday in the live, if your church do not have live, if they don't have a way to minister unto you or to teach you, um, like they were doing before this crisis, understand that they're still in the need of your tithes and your offerings. So if you were given that church tithes and offerings, continue to give it unto them. If you see a church that you want to give a donation to, that's fine, but make sure you sow into the church that you have always sold into. Because at a time like this, we all need to be coming together 
the reason why I'm saying this, the churches still need to be um, financially secure because you have people that come to those churches for needs. So we want to keep things running as usual to make sure needs are met in our community and around us and most of all in the midst of our congregation. So let's don't try to um, grab folks from where they've been before. This is a time that we work together and we stick together and we come together in unity and we don't do no backbiting, we don't do no gossiping, we don't have jealousy in the midst of us. We want to walk in love because God is love. So I want to say stay encouraged and know that God loves you and we love you here at Miracle Temple as well. And at this time I do have a few people sitting amongst me that I believe I'm going to call up. I don't think they knew they were going to come up here tonight so but they're going to come up here tonight and tell me what they have got I believe they praying now y'all they saying let us pray let us pray but um this is what we do um everything that I have went over with what a congregation do I'm gonna ask them to come up and tell me what stuck out to them the most concerning what a congregation does and the ones that's out there listening live and listening on Facebook If there was something that I went over tonight that has stuck out to you, you know, hit us up, as they say. Hit us up on Facebook. Don't hit us too hard, but hit us up on Facebook, and somebody will get back with you if there's something that you want to ask or, you know, encouragement that you need, you know, get back with us here at Miracle Temple. But I'm going to let them decide who want to come up first. And um, look at Deacon Willie. Willie. Deacon Willie coming on up. He got a lot to say with what he has gotten out of the teaching. Amen. We give God glory. Amen. Giving God glory. Uh, I just want to share what I got out of the uh, teaching and what really stood out to me is most of all is uh, being thankful, you know, uh, giving thanks to God, you know, for what he have done. Because he is worthy, you know, to be thanked. Uh, And also, uh, you know, it's really important to me that when we come in church, you know, that how we should come in, you know, with a mindset of worshiping and praising the Lord. Because, you know, that's what he desired from us, you know, to worship and to praise him. And uh, also, uh, I enjoy uh, meeting new members, you know, when they come in, greeting new members making them feel like, you know, there's a part of the church, part of this ministry, you know, when they come in. And uh, another thing is that uh, teaching, uh, I'm learning, you know, that the things that apostles teaching on. Um, so that's, that's really, you know, uh, uh, really encouraging me, you know, to, uh, to be, sit up under her and be taught the thing that she's teaching on. And also, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Also, uh, being taught how we uh, need to go out and uh, evangelize the lost, because we're living in a dying world, and uh, the world won't know the gospel unless we go out there, you know, and uh, deliver that message message unto them. So uh, that's very, you know, encouraging, you know, and inspiration to me. And uh, all also is uh, protecting protecting the gospel. Uh, to know that when someone, you know, come unto me with a false doctrine, you know, I know how to uh, 
cast that down, you know, and uh, let them know that, you know, that's not what their gospel, you know, is saying. You know, you teaching false gospel uh, doctrine. And uh, also, uh, also uh, being able to uh, uh, give into the ministry, you know, be a blessing to the ministry because it takes money, you know, to run the ministry. So, uh, you know, uh, I thank God, you know, that I'm being taught, you know, on uh, things like that. And um, that's, that's pretty much uh, what, you know, inspires me. Amen. And who do we have next to come up and talk about how, um, what the congregation supposed to do has um, touched you in some area of your life that it has helped you? I believe Gloria Burgess is coming up next. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Um, all of it was good on the, um, the teaching on the congregation because, um, you know, a, a lot of people in the body of Christ aren't taught what our responsibility is in the congregation. But there was a couple of things that um, stuck out, like handling um, disagreements. If anybody know me, I would not go to people. I just like, you know, hold stuff. And then um, when I get mad and upset, then I blow up and go off. But our handling disagreements is still I'm pressing towards the mark to get to where I'm supposed to because I don't want to hold stuff. You know, I want to be approachable and then I want to be able to approach people because I don't want to like, you know, hold something in my heart and continually just, you know, say if I got an ought against somebody and they are, say, I'm using this as an example, a part of this church. And I go into a crowd, I might pass them by and hug everybody else. That ain't the love of God. So I'm getting in. I thank God for, you know, the teaching on the congregation. And then um, evangelizing the lost, um, that's a, a, a heart's desire of mine. I was in um, um, a store, I think, Saturday. I can't remember where, and I had on this, um, this T-shirt. And I wasn't messing with nobody. Matter of fact, I was on the phone talking to somebody, and this little lady was in the truck. Hey, hey, that right there. I said, ma'am. And I started looking down, and I looked at my T-shirt, and it said, uh, Jesus is love. And um, I said, yeah, 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 praise the Lord, doing my finger like that. And then I went in the store again, and it was this other lady. She said, sweetie, I sure do love your church. So we're in a time now where the harvest is right for us to be able to evangelize the lost Amen. because they're ready. Amen. And so um, it was just so much in that teaching that um, when you go home and study it, you'd be more enlightened to what we're supposed to do as a body. Amen. Is there anyone else? Okay. Well, we learned from two people what they have learned. And I want to say this on tonight. I want to use the rest of this time in Bible study to encourage those that there was a shutdown dealing with the beauticians, dealing with the um, barbers, dealing with the nail salons, and dealing with other things. I want to encourage you tonight to let you know no matter what's going on during this time, you got to trust God. You got to trust in him with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways, and he shall direct your paths. 
God is not going to leave you by yourself. He know what you're in the need of before you ask. He said, take no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow will take thought for itself. He tell us to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests made known unto God. And then he says, the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. So if you're trying to figure out what what can I do to bring money into my house? God has already worked it out for you. Everything that you need is going to come to your house. The only thing you got to do is give God glory for what you have and allow God to do what he need to do. And all those out there, um, I didn't mention um, some people probably saying, well, what about us? We've been working in the restaurants. I heard that. God say he has you as well. He has made um, a way. Um, in the wilderness for you, just like the Israelites, when they didn't know what they were going to have from one day to the next, God had his Moses. He had his deliverer that was delivering the word of God unto them. So they would have provision for the next day when they didn't have water. God bought water from a rock when they didn't have bread. He rained bread from heaven. So I want you to stay encouraged and know that everything that you need, God already knew that this was coming before it came. So we need to be honoring him in such a time as this. And we need to quit trying to look at man, you know, saying, you know, do this or do that. We need to look to God. We begin to pray and seek his face. And as we do that, God will let us know what to do and how to do it. But I'm here to tell you everything that you in the need of God has already supplied it according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And before we end this live, I want to again open this altar for those that have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now is the time of salvation. So we're going to use this time to go into prayer for those that do not know him as their Lord and Savior. And I'm going to ask um, Athea Lofton to come up here on tonight. And we're just going to come together and we're going to believe God for the lost souls. The Bible said the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. And God said, you know, ask me to send out these labors. So we're asking God to send out this, these labors in the midst of this crisis. So Athea is going to open the door for salvation so we can allow the king of glory to come in. Amen. Because he is knocking on the doors of hearts right now. And don't allow fear to get you to accept Jesus at a time like this, but know that you need him. Don't just say, I'm going to accept him because I have this need or I have this and I'm going to get it. Jesus already met those needs over 2,000 years ago. Everything we need is in him. Outside of him, you won't have it. But when you are in him, he is your supplier. He paid the price for you. So we want to lean and depend on him at this time. So Athea is going to come up here and we're going to offer salvation to the ones that are lost out there on tonight. Amen. To those that are lost tonight, know that when you're in Christ, there is no fear in God. Because the Bible tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And we need to dwell in that secret place according to Psalms 91 of the Most High, so that we can abide under the shadow of the Almighty. But if you're not in Christ, then you're in trouble. So we're given this opportunity now for you to open up your heart and accept Christ as your Lord and as your Savior so that you may dwell in safety and you will not be outside 
of the ark of safety because God takes care of his own and God knows those that trust in him and that are his. So we're asking right now in Jesus name, Father God, we thank you for the lost souls. 911, what's your emergency? Lost souls. And we thank you, Father God, for the lost coming into the acknowledgement of what Jesus did over 2,000 years ago. God, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise that Jesus already saved them. Lord, and all they have to do is accept what Jesus did on the cross. And God, we thank you, Father God, that they're going to come in and they're going to come in with their whole hearts. Not because of fear, God, but because they realize that there's only safety in you because of what Christ Jesus done. And we thank you, Father God, that we bind the spirit of fear. And we lose your peace and we lose your love, God, that people will come to you with their whole hearts and not come to you, God. And then after this crisis is over to go back to the old way, but God, to stay rooted and grounded in you and be unmovable and abound in your love and in your work. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to have Athea to offer salvation by repeating after her on tonight. So once you do this prayer, then you will be saved. Amen. So, repeat after me. Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name for what Christ Jesus did on the cross. Father God, I repent of my sins, and I realize that repenting means to turn away. We make a 180 where you was walking in sin, now that you're walking in Christ. And Father God, I thank you that when they pray this prayer, because with the mouth you confess salvation in your heart, you believe The Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God rose Jesus from the dead, that you will be saved and accepted into the body of Christ. So if you pray this prayer and you trust in God and you repent of your sins and ask Christ to come into your heart, then you are saved. You are saved and you have turned from the world and you have turned to Christ. And I say welcome to the body of Christ. Amen. And if you have confessed with your mouth because you believe in your heart that Christ died, he was buried, and he rose on the third day, then you are saved. He said the only way you can enter the kingdom of God and see the kingdom of God and to be born again is you must accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So I pray tonight that we have some out there that have been watching live that you have opened up your heart and said, I am in the need of a Savior. I cannot do this by myself. And I'm telling you, once you do that, you will feel a peace of God like you have never felt before. Because he said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So he's saying tonight, the kind of peace that he gives you is a peace that gives you a rest, that gives you a quietness, that gives you a stillness, even in the midst of this crisis. The world peace that is given to the world is a peace that wait for calm before they feel like they have peace. But the peace that he gives you through being born again is a peace that's calm in the midst of the storm. So those that did accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior know that Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry is here for you. And if you need to get in contact with us, you can contact us um, through Facebook. You can contact us through our website at mtdm.org. And if you leave a message and um, you need to talk with someone, they will be getting back with you to continue to encourage you. If you need a um, church family, a congregation to be part of, you can get in contact with us that way because you really need to get into some teaching on um, 
in the word of God. So we're here for you. And at this time, um, I'm going to let them come up with some more announcements. I'm going to ask Darlene Adams to come up um, with some with the announcements with what um, we're doing here at Miracle Temple. And then we will close. We want to keep you informed while we are on live. Amen. Amen. God is good. All the time. And all the time he is good. Hallelujah. If you want to join us um, live, you can go to mtdm.org, our website, and do watch live. You can also join us on Facebook. And if you want to donate to the ministry, you can do so by the cash app. It's the dollar sign, mtdm20. And, or you can donate to us using PayPal on our website. Go to the donation page. Thank you. Amen. And at this time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Sister Denise to close us out in prayer because everybody need prayer. Amen. We need prayer. So we're going to close this live out in prayer. And as the Lord permits, and I know he's going to permit, we will be coming back live on um, Wednesday night with You Are Fearfully and Wonderfully Made through Facebook. And then we'll come back live again on Sunday at our regular time at 11 o'clock. So we thank you for watching us live on tonight. And we'll close out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for the word. Lord, we just thank you for sending your only begotten son by our past, present, and future sins. Lord, we just thank you that nothing will come now our dwelling. Lord, we give you praise, honor, and glory just for who you are. Lord, we thank you for your protection. Lord, we thank you that a lot of people will cry out what I must do to be saved. Lord, I thank you for having Psalm 91 in our hearts. Lord, we give you praise, honor, and glory. And God, we just thank you for the people that we just can't get to. Lord, we just thank you for the ones that's set apart. Lord, we just thank you that we, as disciples, we go out and let people know about you. And God, we just thank you for not having no fear. Lord, we give you praise, honor, and glory because we know that you will take care of us. Lord, we just love you and we praise you and give you glory. Amen. And I want to say Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry. Your apostle, your pastor, your administrator, my husband, James Bryant, sitting in the corner. Love you with the love of God. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Amen.